This is Unclaimed Bands, show 181. Hey music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight uh, our guests are Thundercloud Kid. Wow, that's a little bit of a mouthful. How you doing tonight? <laughs> Great, thank you so much for having us. Me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, you. Unfortunately, the rest of the band is busy busy doing other things and yeah. stuff like that. Same reason why I'm the only one uh, doing the interview without the rest of the crew. Uh, they're all busy doing other things. Yeah. But uh, t- tell you what, uh, happy to have you here and happy you could take the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, can you introduce yourself and also talk to us and tell us about the other members of the band and what they do? Sure. Yeah, I'm Sean Caputi. Um, I play uh, rhythm guitar and I sing lead. Um, my brother Brendan plays the uh, lead guitar, and our cousin Cameron actually has been playing the bass for us. Uh, he's kind of a recent addition. And then our friend Frank Zanti is the drummer, and he does uh, backup vocals and screaming that kind of stuff. Okay, so I got to ask: Is Frank only in until you find another family member? Or? <laughs> no, we well, no, we certainly hope Frank's in for the long haul. We. Oh. As far as we know, he is. So okay, good, Frank. We want you there. I just wanted to ask. You know, I figured maybe he might slip, tell me, and you know, you get a little heads up. You know, that's all, buddy. All right. <laughs> yeah. We're, no, we're all good. Cool. Uh, I'll tell you what. Before we jump into all the real questions here and everything, why don't we let everybody listen to um, listen to one of your songs? Uh, what would you like us to uh, play for them? Sure. Uh, I think you have "You're Killing Me, Smalls." It's the first song off of our first EP that we put out last January. Yeah, I, I love that, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, but let's place it for, play it for everybody. This is uh, You're Killing Me, Smalls. Yeah, man. 
That was your killing me, Smalls. My guests are Thundercloud Kid. Okay, I'm gonna have to ask. I'm assuming the title is a reference to the Sandlot, right? Yeah. Yes. Indirectly. indirectly? <laughs> That's where it comes okay. from. Uh, there is definitely more of a meaning to us um, where that came from, but we kind of like to keep um, all our explanations of songs kind of vague. Kind of let people think for themselves about it, make their own uh, their nope. own thoughts. You know. Totally understand, but can can you tell me a little bit about that song without giving it all away? Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, part of it is that we're all 90s kids, um, so we grew up with that movie. It was a big part of our childhood, and uh, of course, it's that classic scene, um, talking about s'mores, but uh, that's I think that's as deep as I'll go into why it's called that. <laughs> okay, no problem. Uh, how did you guys start as a band? How did this all come together? Well, I actually started a long time ago for me personally. Um, I started the writing process for this project in like probably '09 or something. Just uh, when I was at the end of high school, um, I just started compiling lyrics and some melodies and gathering influences. And uh, it took me about four years, three, yeah, four years to um, get everything where I wanted it to be. And then I brought it to Brendan, my brother, um, and we worked together to take it even further and then we put the rest of the band together in um fall of not this past fall the fall before it so would that be 13 fall of 13 okay fall 13 all right yeah now now and then you obviously you said your cousin just joined recently so i mean was there some obviously somebody else doing the role at the time and it just didn't work out or whatever I yeah guess. um we had a, a our bassist jim siambor um he's playing with us for a while um, and he is working with another band now, and he felt he was spreading himself a little bit too thin. He's still helping us out, I and mean, he's actually coming to the studio with us uh, next weekend to finish our next EP. But then he's going to um, spend more time with his other projects. So Cameron, our cousin, he's only a junior in high school, but he's <laughs> he's coming aboard. That's okay. Get him young, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, You know... Wanted to ask about the you know we don't normally do it but you have a unique name give me give me the story behind the name Thundercloud Kid. Sure, yeah. Well, that's actually the Thundercloud Kid is um, McKinley, who is our skeleton character. You see him in our logo and all that yeah. stuff. Um, and actually, this project goes uh, well deeper than just the songs on these EPs. Um, so what we did is the whole the whole project is this world that we constructed um, and we're telling the stories of McKinley and a whole bunch of other characters 
partially through the songs and partially through our graphic novel series, which we mm-hmm. have. The first book is out and it's online available for free download in PDF form. Uh, it's just at thundercloudkid.com. Um, and so the music and the books, uh, they all work together in the same universe. Um, so Thundercloud Kid is a reference to McKinley. That's that's who he is. So with that, and, and I did did read that. I just wanted you to tell everybody else about that part. But with the graphic novels, how did you get the idea to, to do those together? I mean, did, did the graphic novel come first before the songs, vice versa, or did it all kind of mesh together at the same time? Well, that, that's kind of why it took me so long to get this to where – I felt it was ready to be brought to the world. So I started out like anybody else, just writing songs on guitar. Um, and then as my lyrics developed, um, it felt like there needed to be more to the project than just these individual songs, something that that really tied everything together, because that's how I felt about them. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that was to bring bring these novels in because essentially the way we write it, the style of writing is very different from any other type of book. Um, so it's actually, they're like big songs. If you read them, they're, it reads like lyrics almost. Okay. Okay. So it's just, just about fitting the approach around it and, and all that. When you read the book, it feels kind of that way. Right. Sweet. Yeah. The idea was just to keep this, uh, to build this universe and keep everything. We, the way we say it is we like to fill that world with this music. So this music would be all a part of that world that we've created. Oh, uh, that's cool. I mean, I, I like the idea. Uh, I don't, I don't know of any other, you know, band doing something like this. Yeah. Coheed and Cambria actually is a little bit similar. They have a similar type of thing going on. If anybody is familiar and if you're not, you should see what they're doing. Okay. Well, people definitely go check out first the graphic novel. Um, it's right on the website and then you can always check out the other band as well too. But, Check out Thundercloud Kid first, okay, people? <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> tell me a little bit about um, hashtag Lyric Monday. What is yeah. that about, and how did it get started? Yeah, we love doing that. I, I think it started about a year ago, and kind of what I've alluded to is something that we are very proud of um, is is the lyrics in our songs. It's something that's very different from what we do that a lot of other bands right now are doing. So um, a lot of the lyrics that you see on Lyric Monday – are from songs that are not yet released, which is kind of cool because people will be seeing these or hearing these lyrics down the road a little bit further. And if you're not familiar with what Lyric Monday is, what we do is we write out um, a particular lyric from one of our our catalog of songs we have done. Mm -hmm. And we post it to uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, uh, Tumblr, et cetera, et cetera. And that's kind of a fun thing people have gotten into and they they look forward to it every monday and so do we <laughs> so you'll post a lyric from one of your songs yep and then what 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 do people like about it what it, what are they, are they supposed to do anything with it well yeah. it's it's kind of what we're really just uh kind of floored by is that so many people will uh share the page or retweet it and something that we think is really cool is a certain lyric will be about someone in our lives um, but people will read it and think of someone in their lives, and they'll tag them in the comments. So it's really cool to see all these people that we don't really know personally, but um, that have found our lyrics to kind of jive with them and remind them of someone in their lives. Gotcha. Okay, so they 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 associated something with personal to them or right, someone yeah, personal. That's exactly. cool. 
That's cool. I, I like that. I like that a lot, uh, especially because you're you're really pushing the lyric side of it. Uh, besides this show, I also co-host another show where we uh, just delve strictly into the storytelling of uh, of bands and their lyrics. So that oh, that cool. type of thing appeals to me. So uh, maybe we'll have to get you guys on air sometime in the near oh, future. Oh, for sure. Anytime. <laughs> um, you know, here here's just the general kind of question that normally we you know we ask the band, but we'll also ask you as well because you're a member of the band. If you could play anywhere in the world. Where would you play? Where would you want to play? Uh, as far as a, a city, city, stadium, country, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, which that's, whichever. Where do, where would you like question. to play? Good question. We played throughout much of the eastern U.S., um, especially in the Northeast. But since we're from Buffalo, we're very close to Canada, and we've just kind of mused about it at this point. Because it would take a long time and take a lot of resources, but we thought it'd be really cool to do. Um, a tour through Canada from the East Coast to the West Coast and stop at all the cities in Canada. We always thought that would be pretty cool. Cause we, we know we have a lot of people up there that follow our stuff, and we can't play in front of them quite yet, but that's something we're, we're working on for the future. <laughs> uh, that's cool. That's cool. Have you, have you thought about maybe talking to a, a, a band from Canada that, that uh, you guys have seen or get along with or whatever, possibly, yeah, we, and see if you can share the stage with them? Yeah, we, we've uh, we played with uh, some pretty cool upcoming bands from Canada in Buffalo. Um, but yeah, when the time comes to really make that happen, we'll definitely be in touch. All right, so Canada, Canada, do what you can to get them there. All right, people, <laughs> they want to play there. I mean, they could, uh, we asked them to choose anywhere, and they chose Canada. Yeah, oh yeah. So you Brothers know, to the north. Get get there, get with them, make it happen. Okay, because <laughs> this is the way that these things go. You know, people people request it, they want it, they'll see. You know, maybe somebody out there who's got a connection with a venue or a couple of venues can help you guys get there. That's what it's all about. Right, getting things done. Exactly, exactly. Well, tell you what, why don't we take a pause uh, for another song? Uh, what are we going to let people hear this time? Um, I believe this is Questions and Answers with Childhood Heroes. It's actually a much longer title, but we had to shorten it for most outlets because they wouldn't print such a long title. <laughs> <laughs> How dare they, you know? Uh, rude. It's, it's, it's art. Oh, my God, you know? <laughs> they'll do something crazy for Fiona Apple or something like that, yeah. but not you guys, right? Not, not, not us, not quite yet, yeah. All right, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's take a spin on that. Medicated, count on doc to keep us ageless, but with all the same flaws. Dog-eared volumes of the cheapest fiction in a flat out. Sprint down the toilet as my sweet sixteen. Cutting curfew and hemorrhaging on days like devout. You may have figured out the target, but I doubt you have the heart. I think it's time you come on.
Body curfew and hemorrhaging are days like devout You may have figured out the argument, but I doubt you have the heart Hey, uh, before we go any further, what's the best place for people to get in touch with you, find out what's going on, the social media, everything? Uh, well, that's something actually we, we kind of pride ourselves in, too, is if you send us a message on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or even our email address, anywhere, we we'd really try to get back to everybody. So if you if you want to get in touch with us, it's very easy to. Okay, cool. And I can keep keep going on with stuff like that. Gotcha. And find out what's going mm-hmm. on with you guys. Right. Um, What's the first record you remember buying? Uh, for me, um, the first album that I bought in the store was American Idiot. I remember okay. that. Okay. But bef- before that, the first music I ever bought, yeah. I remember being a really, really little kid, like maybe six. And after hockey practice <laughs> in Buffalo, um, I was at like some like ice cream place or something, and they were selling the Goo Goo Dolls single like at the register because they were obviously they're from Buffalo too. Yeah. And uh, I was really excited about that. So I bought that for like a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, I just always, uh, always try to figure out what people were doing before they, uh, you know, got to be playing, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. So, you know, at your shows and all that, uh, what's been like the craziest thing that's ever happened at one of your shows? Oh man, we love talking about this. Uh, there's so many things that have just been just like unbelievable. We played, one place in New York, I'm not going to say where or who this band was, but the band that went on before us like turned out to be this like hate rap with like ten guys on stage, no one with an instrument except one guy with a guitar and like a gimp mask on. Uh-huh. And they were just like saying the most awful things in their songs, <laughs> and we were just really terrified. And then at the end of the set, they were stapling money to their foreheads with staple guns oh. so, <laughs> we're like i think this might be the wrong venue for us <laughs> oh my god and and how were you received after that we yeah we weren't sure um you're never too sure after something like that but people sl- seem to come around it's just a, a little bit of a shock for them with a slightly different musical style <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i mean i've seen something like that but at a freak show and not at yeah. a <laughs> you know, not a hey. We just got done, and uh, we need bus fare. So here, staple to my head. I'm, yeah, that's, wow. We thought that would only be uh, at freak shows as well, but no, it is not. Well, you know, I mean, with that kind of with, with that kind of hate stuff and going on, I can just imagine that you know maybe they're not as to you know they, they, it's a lot easier to make money that way than it is to actually perform. I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, you know, you mentioned a graphic novel and tying it all in, but you're working on another one. You're also working on new music. So when uh, can tell me about that, and when when can people expect that? Yeah, it's um, the EP will definitely be out 
this summer in the next month or two. We're recording it next weekend, actually, with our friend Mike Hansen from the band Pentimento. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're from Buffalo as well, and they're kind of making a big splash in the punk scene. So if you don't know about them, you should check them out. But Mike is going to be producing the record with us um, at, at GCR, which is um, actually Robbie from the Goo Goo Dolls studio. Um, but anyway, that'll be out later in the summer, and the second novel is written, and we're waiting for um, the illustrations currently, so that hopefully that'll be done in late summer, early fall, and these will all be free releases. Everything that we do right now is free online. Oh, that's cool. That's real cool. Yeah. Well, well you know, people, uh, you're listening out there, there's no excuse not to go get it, especially if the band's giving it all for free, so make sure that you, you know, you do, and people can, can people drop a review, say some good stuff and all that, that they got oh, yeah. that ability. Nice, nice. We'll definitely go check it out then, because you don't want to, you know, everybody complains about the price of stuff, but here you got a band working hard <laughs> and they're giving it away for free, along with a graphic novel, so you get to expand your brain a little bit too, you know, from the yeah, visual read some arts. Book words, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, let's get, and you know, there's probably, a, maybe you can get a discount coupon or something on calendar word of a day type of deal, just to <laughs> help, uh, help, help, helping, you know, I like how you're helping address literacy in America by oh, giving yeah, a book and all that, you know. <laughs> Seriously, no, no, no. Graphic novels are certainly the fastest way to get movies made too nowadays. So you never oh, yeah. know, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, listen, before we wrap everything up here, Sean, is there anything you want to say to your fans out there? Uh, no. I mean, we always just want to make sure that everyone knows how thankful we are. Um, we know how many bands clamor for attention right now, and um, we're just grateful for anybody that has ever listened or come out to see us or bought a shirt or anything, whatever it is. So, thank you. That's cool. Well, well said. Well said. Well, listen, I want to thank you for taking time to do the interview. Oh, thanks so much for having me on. It's a cool thing. I love doing this kind of stuff. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, I'm glad you uh, submitted to Reverb Nation. It's uh, the best way for us to hear new music and new bands and yeah. uh, get the word out about them. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Cool. All right, everybody. This is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. My guests have been Thundercloud Kid. Make sure after the, you're done the show, you go out to the website, check it out. Go get the music, go get the graphic novel, and wait in on pins and needles for the second graphic novel, because I know I'm going to be. I, I, I'm a, I, I used to work at the comic book store, so I'm into, into graphic novels and stuff like that. So I'm going to check this one out as soon as I get done. Beautiful. Cool. Great talking to you. See you all later, people. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands its parent company or subsidiaries.